we've had an argument about it for like the last 10 years. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to argue about it because I'm like, what? No, I, I do know of the word. I've never, I've never used it personally. But it's a, it's a word. It's a word. It is a word. I know it's a word. <laughs> it's in the dictionary, so how can you not believe it? Is it in the dictionary? That's how I found it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is it really well, in the dictionary? Type, type it into Google. How do you think I came up with the definition? Oh, no, I don't know. I thought you just kind of knew what it was. No, well, I didn't. Like, I mean... I've heard people. Any normal heard, person would know. What's ah, <laughs> I've heard people use it, but I don't. Anyway, fucking hell. Are we good to go? Yeah. All right. That's an interesting way to start a podcast, Chloe. I it, I didn't do anything. It's not me. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck just went on, but it's a good way to get into it, I suppose. Welcome to Wednesday Up Late, everybody. Um. Snib. Um, it's, a, it's a word, apparently. It's a it word is. that Chloe uses. It's a word. And um, it is a word. I looked it up in the dictionary. I don't use it. Drop a comment. Let us know if you use the word snib. <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with our podcast. But yes, please, because I do like being right. She so. does. She does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Anyway, welcome. It's a weekly podcast <laughs> slash vodcast. You can watch us. You can listen to us. Whatever you want. Uh, if you do listen to us, do it on the Newsly app. It's our preferred way of doing it. Um, they support a lot of what we do, so we like to support them back. Uh, so go to newsly.me, download the app, and uh, start listening. It not only has podcasts, but it has news from all around the world, and it likes to take the highest trending articles and read them back to you in a natural human voice. Obviously very handy when you can't read, can't be bothered, or you know whatever the case. Um, but they do also have a premium service that you can upgrade to for free for an entire month Thanks to us. All you got to do is use our exclusive code Wednesday Uplate. All one word. It's on the screen now. Can't remember which direction it's in, but it's on one of the sides. And um, yeah, so newsly.me, download it, use that code, get a free month premium. Bob's your uncle. Premium. Yes. Love it. What's going on, Chloe? Heaps of cool shit. Yeah. Okay. Tell As us. As per usual, snibs a word. Um, we've already gone over that. Hmm. Um, I guess my we've got a, took a guess, great video of me picking my nose today, so fantastic. that's always a bonus. Yep, I guess we've got a, a title for this episode now, don't we? <laughs> Snib the door. That's what that's um any horror movie anywhere with like a tiny little white girl living in a big house by herself. The tagline should be "Snib the door, bitch." Mm. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> it's a weird word. Admittedly, come on. But it's not though. Like it's been in my vocabulary. Vocabulary. I don't have one apparently. Has the word vocabulary been in your vocabulary? No, but Snip uh, has. Oh, <laughs> it's easy. It's short. Yeah, four, four that's letters. it. <laughs> one syllable. My forte. Excellent. There. All right. Um. There's no news to speak of that I can think of. So let's jump straight into a game. We've got a whole lot of our stuff to play tonight. We've got two new games. We've got one. Um. I don't know if I'd, I'd go so far as to call it an old favorite, but. <laughs> Uh, which one did we agree to start on? That's I've, I've forgotten already. Um, well, I had up um, guess the movie keywords as yes. our first one. And that's like the old kind of favourite. We've that's, done it before. That's an old school one, yeah. Yep. Alrighty, I forgot how tricky it could be, so I hope I haven't made it either too hard or too easy. <laughs> you're very you're very right. Like in, in preparing this one, I started doing it and I'm like, oh, that's too hard. And then I did it in another way. I'm like, well, that's too easy. I'm like, So finding that middle ground is actually a little bit tricky. And I think tricky, the, key, the key to it is just to land on the final word being a pretty obvious one. <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's what I've done. We'll oh, see how we geez. go. And hey, uh, are we playing this one? Uh, we doing one word at a time and we get to guess as you go or is it all four words and then guess? No, let's do it slowly. And if we can guess it, then we can guess it. All right. Let's Should do we do that. with that? Yeah. Okay. Snip it to me, baby. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Leather. Mm. Dang. Oh. Revenge. Terminator. Nope. Australian. Oh, Mad Max. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all See? I could picture was Arnold Schwarzenegger on the bike with his jacket on and stuff. That's all I was yep. picturing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good one. You got it. Mm. Um. All right. This is kind of three words, but it goes together. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Black and white. Oh, okay. That could be a hundred things. Go on. Trapped. Ooh. Ooh. Black and white. Ooh. Trapped. Hang on a second. Black and white trapped. Continue. TV. Trapped TV. Ooh, this is a good one, Chloe. Black and white trapped TV. All right, last one. Pleasant. Pleasantville. Yeah. Wow, that was an excellent one. I was going. I get. I was going down the horror route with that one. Oh, really? And I think because when you said black and white, my instinct was psycho, right? So. Oh. Uh huh. And when you said trapped, I'm like, oh, that could be Hitchcock. Like, oh, and. Oh yeah. yeah, you were making some sounds. Oh wow. <laughs> well, we are a podcast. <laughs> Got to make sounds. <laughs> Ooh. It helps. Um, <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> Ooh. Mm. You know those? Do you remember those <laughs> sticks? And when yep. you would like, <laughs> and um, yes, that's hilarious. Fucking oh great. my god! Anyway, let's get let's keep going. <laughs> All right, we digress. Oil. Mm-hmm. Prospector. Holes. No. Not a bad okay. guess. Blood. Hang on. Oil. Mm-hmm. Prospector. Yep. Blood. Yes. I'm picturing a Leonardo DiCaprio film for some reason. Oh, no, that's about diamonds, not oil. No, but you, you're kind of going in the right direction. Okay. 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 Um, is it that one where he gets attacked by the bear? <laughs> Revenant? No. no. No, okay. No, it's, it's, it's not a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I'm just saying you're oh, in the okay. right direction. Okay, okay. Give me the last one. Oscar. Like it won one? Mm-hmm. Armageddon. No. <laughs> there will be blood. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of obvious now that you say it. Yep. I should have just said no first word there, second word will, third word be. <laughs> you could have. I probably, probably still wouldn't, no, you wouldn't I probably still it. wouldn't have got it. No. <laughs> um, all right. Game. Alrighty, let's see if I can get it off game. Game. Clue. No. Okay. Jungle. Oh, 
Yes, that's um Jumanji. Yes. Yes. Oh, my, if I was going to keep going, it would be Hunter and Parish. You should have changed both of those around and put um, Jungle last. Damn it. I should have. Because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have got them off those two. Damn it. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm ready thinking for your, about it now. Ready for your next one. Mm-hmm. This first word kind of is a little bit misleading, but think think about that when I say it. Okay. 60s. Okay. Shelter. Oh, oh, blast from the past. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. You did it. How good was that? <laughs> then I was going to say comedy and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when, when if you hadn't have said it was it's misleading, I mm. probably wouldn't have got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The whole Wicked. movie. Yeah, it's a great, great movie. movie. It's a great movie. I, I I could watch it again in a heartbeat. Uh it's it's kind of a forgotten movie. It's one of those comedies that nobody talks about anymore. And my favorite I've said this on our other podcast before, my favorite line in that is when he first comes out of his um what do you call it? Shelter, his fallout mm-hmm. shelter. His family's lived there for 30 years. He's never seen the real world. He finally comes up onto the surface, and the first thing he sees walking down the road, oh my lucky stars, a Negro. <laughs> oh no that's the funniest line ever said in such uh like a uh, enthusiastic way it's endearing yep it's great it's great oh the poor Dallin. okay my next one mm-hmm. houston Apollo 13 no you knew i'd say that yep mm-hmm. orphan houston orphan Oh, yeah, it's not the omen. Continue. Mouse. Houston orphan mouse. Oh, Stuart Little. No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> dull. What was that last one? Dull. Oh, I was in roll dull. Um, <laughs> Why am I not getting that? It should it should be fucking easy. Bringing oh, the A game today, buddy. Not the witches. Yeah, it's the witches far out. Angelica Houston. Yeah, mm. that mm. you should have said. This word's a little misleading. <laughs> I gave you that. I should. You ended up getting it though. Yeah, I would have got it much sooner. I reckon. <laughs> That wouldn't be any fun. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. So, okay. I see how it is now. I see how it is. We, we afford you none of that now, moving forward. Murder. Oh, well, that could be anything. I could have simplified it, but I'm not going to. No, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Neighbours. The Burbs? Nope. Okay. Courtyard. Courtyard? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gonna snip the door on that one, aren't you? Um, murder, courtyard, neighbors, neighbors. Okay, what's your what's your fourth one? Wheelchair. That should be a that should snip that one. Should it? Yep. God dang. Um, 
No. What if I, I what if I replace wheelchair with telescope? Oh. Yep. Hitchcock. Correct. But you don't get it right until you give me the answer. No. <laughs> Come on. Um not rear window. Yes. Rear yeah, okay, good. Woo! You got it. <sighs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You ready for now, your last one? Yes. Okay. Wilderness. Mm, okay, wilderness. <laughs> I think that is going to be into the wild. No. Okay. Um depressing movie. Depressing movie. Anyway, conflict. Wilderness, conflict, without a paddle. No. Okay. Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Wind River. Nope. Keep going. The last. Fucking hell. Last of the Mohicans? Yeah, buddy. Oh, fucking hell. Snibbed that right. I the- <laughs> took the wrong turn at Hawkeye. I knew, I knew that would, well, I didn't know that would throw you off. I actually thought that one would tip you over the edge and, like, get you to get it. So that's why I changed it around a little bit. Ah, I see. I see. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, lucky. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I thought of something while we were doing that. Tell me. It was the tiniest bit of movie news. Can you believe it this week? Whoa. And really, it's they call it news. It's more speculation, but it's probably going to eventuate into news. And that is that rumor has it that Quentin Tarantino has cast the lead in the movie critic, his final film. Oh. Paul Walton Hauser. Why does that name ring he's a bell? The, like, he's the fat guy from Richard Jewell and um, I, Tonya and... Cobra Kai and that TV show, which I've the name escapes me with Taron Edgerton, um, like Blackbird, I think it's called. He is an amazing oh, actor. Oh, yeah, the one with that had the creepy voice. Yes, so he is. Um, like I would go so far as to say he's an actor of his generation. I think he's one of the greatest actors of the current generation, and that's not that's. Yeah, I'm not fucking um, exaggerating on that. This guy's that good. And I think that's perfect casting for a Tarantino film. Um, yeah. So that's exciting to me. I, um, I've i only seen snips of that TV show. It's great. Right? And the only reasons I've stopped to watch mm. the little snips is because of him. Yes. Because him playing that character draws my eye and so keeps me there. Inspired. Like it- Inspired so by good. a true story, right? It's inspired mm. by a true story. And his character is a killer, a serial killer, that he's he discovered a trick. And that was, forgetting away with murder, that is, and that was to confess to so many fake murders or other murders that he didn't commit that the police would never look at him as a suspect because oh, it's just that guy, he confesses to everything. So he could actually kill Whoa. actual people in the in the meantime, right? And then when they when they sort of pin him for a particular murder... He can just um, say, yes, I did it. And they're like, oh, don't believe him. He's confessed to 200 murders already. Right? Whoa. Yeah. Anyway, and the gist of the show is they've cottoned on to what he was doing. Obviously, he got arrested and, and sent to prison. But they need to know 
specific details about one particular murder. So they take a prisoner from a, a minimum security prison um, who was done for like, I think, um, fraud or something like that. He was like a bookie for gangsters or whatever. And they said to him, look, if you go undercover in a maximum security prison, we can't guarantee your safety. But if you can elicit a confession from this guy within a period of time, you're free. And you go, and they go, or you can spend the rest of your term in the minimum security prison in comfort, where you've got all of the the creature comforts of a minimum security. And yeah, so that's Tarot Edgerton. He takes the offer of the maximum security, and then has to try to get this confession out of this guy and play games, mind games with him. And it's such a riveting piece of television. It's great. Yeah, everything I've seen of it has really, really like drawn me in. So um, it's something that I do want to watch. And now that I know that he's going to be in Tarantino, Mm. hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's only a matter of time before that guy wins an Oscar. And I'll, I'll put money on that. Wow. He did a great deep dive. He did a great interview with Michael Rosenbaum on his podcast. Go check it out. It's fantastic. It's like I listened to that podcast, but I haven't listened to that one. So it's a good it's a good podcast, you know, inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of you. (laughs) So yeah, check that one out. It's great. Uh let's move on. Another game. Sure. This one. Where do you stand? This is a new one. So this is we a new one. Present, I'm excited for we this. We present to each other contentious issues relating to movies in some way or another, and the other just has to explain where they stand on that. Mm-hmm. Could go, could go in so many directions. I'm really excited because okay. we both have very sort of poignant um, opinions about things, so yeah. Yeah. this should lead to some interesting places. I'm excited. Yeah, so I've personally gone with three contentious and one controversial, so... Okay. Yeah, we'll okay. see how that goes. All right. Um, you go first on this one. Okay, I'll start off. All right. Where do you stand in taking young children to the movies? Uh, where do I stand on that? Well, I do believe in the mums and bub sessions. I like those. I think they're a good idea. Um, the parents and bubs, I should say. Sorry. You know, that's contentious in and of itself to say. Um, look. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it per se. I do have issue with certain people that I come across at the cinemas if they can't control their kids. I'm of the opinion if your kid is rowdy in a general session, you should remove yourself and the child from the session out of respect for the others. There are a lot of people that don't do that and they just let their kids run amok up and down the stairs. And when you go up and down the stairs in the cinema, it thumps. It's fucking loud. Mm-hmm. It's distracting. That shits me. However, that said, if I'm in a family film, a G or a PG rated movie, I overlook that every time because that's the nature of that screening. That's going to happen. But, um, yeah, so it just depends on the environment, the circumstance. Yeah. I completely agree with you. If I'm going to the movies with my husband or my friends or something like that and we're going to see something, I don't get to go out very often and do that kind of stuff, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. I don't, wa- I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't even yep. want my own children there. And this is coming from a mother of three, a terrible mother of three children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want your young kids screaming and throwing and chucking a hissy. Like, yep. I know you need to get out, but there are sessions for that that were created mm. for that. So your kids can run amok and be stupid like kids are. Yep. Um, and I go to the, the kids screenings all the time. There's great cinemas all around Melbourne and Ballerine area where I live that have like specific kids cinemas with beanbag chairs and slides and yep. go, go for gold, man, let them play and sit and watch the movie and whatever. But if, if people who come to the movies do it because they love it, 
Yeah, well, look, that's the thing, right? I don't come across too many kids in the cinemas unless I'm going to, like, a kid's movie. So um, I must admit, too, I, as a lot of you know, and, and Chloe knows, I all the screenings I go to are media screenings or premiere screenings. And so it's a very, very specific audience every single time. And I have not been to too many regular sessions. And when I do step away from these particular types into a regular session, I'm always shocked at the... Um, What's the word? The disrespect of people in those cinemas. Like, it really baffles me because I'm so conditioned to people being well-behaved. They're there for the movie. Everyone's quiet. No one pisses everyone off. And yet a general public session is full of assholes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also why I do like to pay a little bit extra and go to those cinemas that do have the big comfy couches that you hate so much because people are paying more money to be there because they want to be there. You yeah, know that's what I mean? Right. So, I agree on and that. And that's yeah. personally why I do it anyway. So. You, just, you just need to come to more of these screenings with me. Yes. Well, I know that. <laughs> Alrighty. So that was a, a long one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's interesting. Okay. So... Where do you stand on this? At home, people using using the opening credits to get up or check their phone because the movie technically hasn't started in their mind. For me, that depends on what movie we're watching. (laughs) All right. If we are watching any of my top five, (laughs) you can fuck off. Okay. Because this is important. This is important shit. Um, if it's a movie that, you know, we're putting on because we want some background noise and and we're just there because we can't be bothered going out, yeah, whatever. I don't mind. But if it's it's Stand By Me, if it's Goonies, if it's, if it's you know, any movie whatsoever, Saving Private Ryan. Any movie whatsoever. Like the whole purpose of the opening credits is to set a tone and a mood. And I like, and you've had like all this fucking time that we've been getting ready to sit down and watch this movie. You've had that time to do those things. That's true. And then you sit down, you're comfy, you got, got this, you got that, got your popcorn, got your drinks. And this is great. We're really ready to go. Hit play. Boom. Up comes Universal, Warner Brothers logo, whatever. Oh, it might go in toilet and might go... Make a cuppa. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? Listen, a lot of 80s movies have the credits in the beginning of the movie just over music and there's not much going on. I'm going to make an example of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, no, let's not do this. Let's not do this. Everything you're saying is wrong. I got a little bit bored during those opening credits. And I can admit I do get a little bit bored during those opening credits. But, those... but if they're opening credits like Stand By Me where you got the car chase and all that kind of stuff, I agree with you. If there's actually something happening while the credits are, are going through, absolutely, 100%, I'm with you. But if it's just boring and music, then... Mm. No, but that music is a tone setter. It sets the tone. Yeah. Anyway, and also, yes, she meant to say Goonies when she said car chase. That's... She knows what she's talking about. Oh, did I not say Goonies? You said Stand By Me. <laughs> oh, shit. Goonies, yes. <laughs> she knows. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> All right, next one. All right. Where do you stand on this? Who shot first, Han or Greedo? I couldn't give a fuck. I really couldn't. Like, none of that matters to me. It's such an important question, and it gets brought up by all the Star Wars fans. Yeah, that's exactly right. Those Star Wars fans, I fucking can't stand them. <laughs> I'm a Star Wars fan. Well, you know. <laughs> no, what are we doing here? You are not. You are not the Star Wars fan that really gets angry over shit like that. I don't get angry, but no, I do but, have an opinion on it. Yeah, well, that's fine. 
That's fine. I don't. I don't like Star Wars enough to have an opinion on anything in the Star Wars universe, to be honest. Not even you. the original trilogy? The original trilogy is fantastic. Like, I love it. Like, but that's where it ends for me. The rest is just, you know, take or leave. Even the original trilogy now, like, it's just, it's been part of our cinematic lexicon for 40 something years. Um, do we still need to talk about it? Like, it's the first fucking movie we're watching. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think Star Wars has been flogged to death. We could snip that one well and truly for at least <laughs> 20 years and then maybe revisit. But yeah. Well, for what it's worth, Han shot first. So okay, go well, ahead. Sure. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Probably now no to, one who listens to this. Now to something a little bit controversial. Where do you stand? James Franco deserves a comeback. Oh. I never really enjoyed him that much to begin with anyway. Keeping in like mind, he, was... he, he is in self-imposed exile. Like, he's kind of been cancelled but hasn't. He's put himself in exile. He's, you know... I, don't, I don't care either way if he's okay. put himself there or if okay. he got cancelled. Um. He's ne- like he's he's never been like oh James Franco, um, no I don't. He can it's it's fine whether a- he stays or goes. Okay. He was no. he like in my mind he was possibly the most prolific um, filmmaker in Hollywood. Like mm. he was he was making at least one or two movies a year as a director. Never mind the stuff he's acted in. He was a prolific filmmaker. Like he was just pumping them out and they were good. Anyway, Freaks and Geeks was good. <laughs> like I'm not going to say he didn't bring some humor to the movies that I watched, but he's but not that's a not, that, guy that's for kind me. of that's no, I get it. You, I mean, your your opinion is perfectly fine, but what I'm getting at is when most people hear James Franco, they just think James Franco, the actor, but he was a writer, yeah, producer, true. director, like, and he he made a lot of movies that he doesn't even act in. Like he, you know, he's fair you know, enough. Yeah. Anyway, I I look, I think he deserves a comeback. I think everyone to an extent deserves a second chance. You know, depending on the severity of you know what they've done and i just don't think what he's done is particularly severe enough to fucking ruin his career entirely just give him a chance to come back okay fair enough go for it so rolling stones listed raiders of the lost ark as spielberg's best film where do you stand on that uh incorrect really yeah and i'm on the record jaws is clearly his best film well i knew you were going to say that there you go. I, I freaking knew you were going to say that. Well, Jaws is a perfect film. Like, it is in every sh- way, shape, and form. It is a perfect film. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I find I that hard really to I really do love Raiders. Yeah, no, Raiders really is great. Do. I mean, you asked that question, but it's not like Raiders isn't a masterpiece either. Like, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that believes that a filmmaker can only have one masterpiece because it is their masterpiece, right? Mm-hmm. And yet he defies that logic and has several masterpieces. Several, like, you know, right? And I, I hate that. I hate that you can say someone has several masterpieces because the actual definition of the word means one. You know, it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. But he does, and I think Jaws is the pinnacle for him. I think he's never made a better film, uh, and then everything else after that is great. So that's exceptional. Everything else is great. Interesting. All good. You know, he hasn't made yep. a bad one in my mind. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Good question. All right. So where do you stand? Sticking around for the post-credit sequence. Oh. 
Again, I think it depends on the film, but no, I usually don't. Yeah, I fucking hottail it out of that cinema. Yeah. And I don't See, give the thing a fuck. is, yeah. if, if they keep the lights low, you kind of know something's coming anyway. So mm. if you were interested enough in the movie that you watched, maybe you'd stick yeah. around. But nine times I mean, out of the, ten, I'm... And these days, the most most of the movies that have them, um, let's face it, superhero movies. Superhero movies, I don't yeah. Care for those in the first place, so I just get up and leave. Sometimes you're halfway out, and it'll come up on the screen, and then you get those people that have already left, sort of coming back to watch it, and they huddle around the, the entrance. The entrance. I'm, yeah. I'm in the car park by then. I don't give a shit, mm. mate. Know? I need to piss so bad by the end of that movie <laughs> yeah. that if I hang around any longer, my brain's going, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I just need to beat everyone out of the car park. That's all I give a shit about. <laughs> That's so. such a male and, thing to oh, do. <laughs> the other thing that pisses me off is you, you know, it's quite often you you come out of these complexes. And everyone's lined up at the ticket machine for their car, like to pay for the parking. So mm-hmm. You can just pay at the gate. You just tap mm-hmm. your card at the fucking gate. How do you not know this? <laughs> How do you not know this? Well, where I go, it's free parking. So I don't I even was, need to worry about that. I was with good friends a few weeks ago and we all went to the cinemas together, had a great time. I really enjoyed being with them for this movie. And then we got to the end and walk back to the car park and they go to line up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> they're like, Why are you doing that? We're, we're paying for the car park. I'm like, just tap it at the gate. Just fucking tap it at the gate. Just oh, tap anyway. it in. Just tap it at the gate. That's funny. Um, all right, my last be, That one. turned out to be quite contentious. <laughs> For you? Jesus. Where do you stand? Paying at the gate or paying at the fucking machine? Just fucking get out of here. <laughs> That's right. I drive. Uh, so where do you stand on when people say that Tarantino movies are unnecessarily violent? Bullshit. Right. There's no such thing. Right. There Completely no agree. Uh, that's why you have a classification system. Mm-hmm. A movie can't be too violent. If it's rated R, then it can be as violent as it wants. And mm-hmm. I do not care. Um, I mean, he gave up defending himself 30 years ago, like 25, 30 years ago, and he shouldn't need to defend himself. The media always love to attack him for the violence in his films. He didn't, you know, people that watch his films don't actually you know, care for that Well, that's what I mean. And people who are saying these, obviously, that isn't their genre. You know, that's not for you. Completely understandable. I, however, watch his films for the unnecessary violence. Yeah. <laughs> That's and- what I watch it for. I watch it for Leo with a flamethrower. I watch it for samurai swords. You know what I mean? You have Cutting the attitude. You have the years. attitude of a horror fan. That's why we watch horror films. We watch horror films to watch them push that envelope, to watch gore, to watch blood, to watch. I love know? gore. Love yeah, gore. I can exactly. do gore all damn day. Mm-hmm. Jump scares, I can't do it. No, but, you, but- you, once again, you're a horror fan and you don't know it because not all horror movies are about jump scares. Quite often there are gory films, just be they're horror because they're gory. So. Well, see, I can get behind that. These yep. people, you, you're you not making specifications. Anyway, <laughs> I completely agree with you. <laughs> oh, you make it sound like horror is one thing. Well, I only know as horror is one thing. Okay. And that's scaring the horror out of you. You know yes, what I mean? No, Into you. No, that... no, no, no. I mean, anyway. There's a there's a horror genre called splatter. There's a horror genre called torture porn. There's a horror splatter. You know, there's, there's so many. Oh, come on. Come on. I'm you've sorry, never, what? You've never heard of torture porn? <laughs> no. Oh, we we should we. I'm a very vanilla girl from should the we, Bay, Max. Everybody, do we need to educate Chloe? <laughs> oh, my fucking normal Everyone's glasses screen are typing into their phones right now. Right now. Um. Okay. So, well, just to to explain, torture porn is that 
genre movie examples are Saw, uh, Hostel, movies oh. where the the excessive nature of the gore for gore's sake and nothing else mm-hmm. simply okay. to get the viewer off on the gore. And when I say get off, I mean in a sense of we're there for the gore. Give me, give mm-hmm. me, give me, give me gore. Right? And so there and, and it's it's torture porn because we're we're there for that gore and we want more of that gore. Just like when you watch porn, you're there for the fucking and you want as much as the fucking as possible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not about. I'm not about to admit things on this uh, <laughs> podcast, um, but I, I have never watched porn, so I don't know that. So I know. Shut up. Okay. Lies. This is Why we're friends? Why lie? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I swear to you. I swear. Anyway, so when you say torture porn, my mind instantly goes to oh, oh. I don't know about that. Um, but when you say things like Saw, obviously I've seen Saw, and it was a great movie. It's a horror movie. Well, yeah. And that's where I'm going to leave that conversation. <laughs> it's great. I just didn't, that name threw me off. That's all. Now I'm, I'm so torn. I don't know what to call this episode. <laughs> Torture porn. I don't watch porn. <laughs> I Feel yeah. Good by James Brown. <laughs> Should we move on? Yes, please. I mean that—that that was a reference no one's going to get. No, no. <laughs> you're in your own—you're in your own universe right now. We have our own secrets here. That's a little I, behind the curtain. I went and saw um, theater camp. I thought I might. Oh mention yes. That. I, I thought I'd mention that because we have uh, on an episode. Maybe it was last year or early this year. We talked about that movie coming, and you brought up the trailer. Loved it. Um, look, I will agree with most people when I say that the trailer sums up the movie like it is all the funny bits in the trailer um and look it has a very niche audience and those that niche is going to absolutely lap it up i don't even think you're that niche i don't what that niche is people that are in theater now and spent years of their youth at theater camp like i think unless well i was at camp and I was a theatre kid. It wasn't a theatre camp, but I did both things separately. Chloe, we've all fucking been to camp and been forced into theatre. Like, it's part <laughs> of the camp. You have to do theatre. You have to put on a play. And I hated it. Loved it. It was this my favourite thing. This is different. <laughs> and and it was kind of, that kind of was um, proven to me when I went through Facebook after seeing, um, after it got its general release. And I, I have a lot of friends that are in theatre and they related to it. They were like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm like... It was a big no for me. Like it was that. So it's, it is. It's very specific. It's made for one type of yeah. kind of person. And look, yeah. Okay. I I gave it a favorable review simply because I tried my hardest to put myself in their shoes while watching it. It's like, mm-hmm. and so if it's if it's like pointed at them, then I'm sure it's successful. But as far as a general comedy goes, it ain't got nothing on the actual mockumentaries that are good. So, okay, fair enough. Is that Ben Platt? Yeah. Um. Okay. And that chick from the bear, uh, the Molly, the girl from it, she wrote it with him. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Okay. It's it, to me, it felt like try-hard Christopher Guest. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that because that's oh, what that's no. what it is. It's it's just been a Christopher Guest movie, but for a new generation that probably don't know his work. Oh, mm, I don't like it, but I don't <laughs> like the way you sum that up. Well, yeah. Now that I've said that, that's probably what you'll see when you watch it. But um, yeah, it's going to hit as a newer fan to Christopher Guest movies. I can't think of someone's kind of 
doing what he did and making it any better. I just can't it's see. It's going to um, drop on Disney Plus soon. Like, it's not going to mm. be long before it's on there. So okay. you can find out for yourself. But um, let's move yeah. on. This is this is going to be a long episode, I think. <laughs> new game alert. New game alert. Well, it's not new to the world, but it's new to our show. Yeah, that's right. That was a really lame song. New game alert. What do you sound like then? What do you sound like then? You sounded like something then. Something familiar. Okay. It's like you're channeling something. Anyway, whatever. I'm just rambling. Okay. <laughs> well, we are going to play Two Truths and a Lie. I mean, there's a whole TV show dedicated to this. Mm-hmm. Now, my brain went a little erratic when it came to this game, so I don't know how well this is going to go for me, but we're just going to roll with it. Okay. So, we've got... As it says, two truths, one lie each. And yeah. I've got four lots. I don't know how many we want to do, but um, I've got backup if we, yeah. if we do several. I got four. Okay. They're not great. I'll, I'll kick it off. Yep. Okay. So here we go. The Lost World, Jurassic Park, was shot in Australia. Stephen Baldwin has a Hannah Montana tattoo. And <laughs> Brad Pitt's brother is named Doug Pitt. Uh, well, that's a truth. Okay. Because I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which Baldwin brother has a picture of Hannah Montana? Uh, Stephen Baldwin? Is it Hannah Montana or Miley Cyrus? Hannah Montana. Okay. Um, and Jurassic World, uh, sorry, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, was shot in Australia. I'm g- um. Oh. What's the lie? I'm gonna say the tattoo one because that's weird. It's true. Shut up. Yeah, his daughter talked no. him into it. Oh, that's weird. The lie is that Jurassic Park was filmed in Australia. It was filmed in New Zealand. Oh, okay. That sounded it sounded plausible. Yeah. To me. That's mm, that's I, what this game's about. I don't like that a Baldwin brother has Hannah Montana tattooed on him somewhere. <laughs> Weird. Oh, I used All to right. know that. I used to know that song verbatim. Which song? I can't remember it now. I've forgotten it. But back in the day when my <laughs> oh, the Hannah Montana like, song. Yeah. Oh, she don't, was a little don't, after my time. Don't I don't sing, know don't sing what it. it is. Okay, good. I don't. I don't know it. I just don't okay. need that. I don't need ba- that back in my life. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. Okay. Viggo Mortensen mm-hmm. was not originally cl- uh, cast as Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Um. Christopher Lee was the only member of the Lord of the Rings crew who had met and had a relationship with Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And just yesterday, I got a tattoo of Sting. Sting the sword, not like not from mm-hmm. the police. <laughs> yep. Well, the first one's false because Stuart Townsend was originally Aragon. Um, I'm going to say the lie is Christopher Lee. Wrong. <laughs> I did get not tattoo. get a tattoo yesterday. <laughs> I was wanting that to be true. It actually is on my list to get. Mm-hmm. I am getting it eventually, but I did not get it. But yeah, no, Christopher Lee actually was had met and had a relationship with Tolkien. Well, he I was knew the that. only one. I knew that. I just wasn't sure he was the only one. Ah, yes. No, yes. he was the only one. And I just really wanted the tattoo story to be true. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, here we go. So uh, Channing Tatum is in Ricky Martin's She Bangs music video. Oh, Courtney Cox is in Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark music video. And Christopher Walken is in Daft Punk's One More Time music video. 
Oh. What's the lie? I know that um I know that she was in Bruce Springsteen's um music video. I just don't know if it was that song. And I don't know if you're trying to catch me out with the wrong song. Gotcha. Gotcha. I see where your brain's at. Channing Tatum in Ricky Martin She Bangs, Courtney Cox in Bruce Springsteen's Dancer in the Dark, and Christopher Walken in Daft Punk's One More Time. I'm going to go the Channing Tatum one as the lie because I feel like he would have been too young at that point to be in that because that was like 90s, early 2000s. Well, oh, maybe he wouldn't have been. He's a little bit older. <laughs> mm. Come on. I'm going to go the Channing Tatum one. That's You're the lie. You're wrong. What? He was in it. It was Christopher Walken. He was actually in Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice. So I was going oh, to snag you on a song. He, oh, and I the knew band. it. Yep. <laughs> wow. He was in She Bangs, really? Yep, 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 yep. Interesting. I didn't uh-huh. know that. I thought you were trying to catch me out with the Bruce Springsteen one because I couldn't. Yeah. I remember her getting pulled up on stage, but I couldn't remember what the song was. Mm-hmm. There, you mm, there you go. All right. Um, so in Harry Potter, Hagrid named his three-headed dog Pookie. Yep. Um, Ron and I share the same affliction of arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. And at least four female characters met with danger in the toilets at Hogwarts. So the one or three, going to go three. Is what, the lie? Yep. The four female characters, is that the yes. one? No, that's actually true. Uh, that's where Myrtle is, right? Moaning Myrtle mm-hmm. died in the toilets. Yep. Um, uh, Katie got mm-hmm. the cursed necklace yeah, yeah. in the toilets. Yep. Hermione met a troll mm-hmm. in the toilets, and Ginny got abducted and taken to the Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Well, I mean, that's just you flexing your ego. I didn't need to know that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um Hagrid's dog was not named Pookie. It was Fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was remembering the scene when he talked about it. Mm. And I knew it was a cutesy name because it was very, yeah. like, unlike Hagrid to have a cutesy thing, but I just couldn't remember what the fuck it was. But yeah. cool. Good one. Good one. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Here we go. Next one. Mm-hmm. Warren Beatty and Shirley MacLaine are siblings. Jennifer Lopez and Mario Lopez are siblings. <laughs> Rooney Mara and Kate Mara are siblings. Um, The second one's the lie. Jennifer Lopez and Mario Lopez? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, yes, that's the lie. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Well, well, that could easily be true. <laughs> no, I think I knew the Warren Beatty one. I knew that. Yeah, because I've and told I, you before at the show. I've... <laughs> I think so, yeah. And then the last one, I knew that they were related as well. Okay. So, yeah. There you go. That's an easy one. Moving on. Okay, so my third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chevy Chase was removed from the show community due to his insensitive behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chevy Chase is a twin. Mm-hmm. And Chevy was 36 when he filmed Caddyshack. Uh, number two would be the fake uh, lie. You sure? Yes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, he is not a twin. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, funny stuff. Excellent. Um, what do I got to say about that one? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> love Chevy Chase. I don't care what he's done. Never I love him. him. I love him. All right. Next one. Last one for me. Mm-hmm. Edward Norton finished directing American History X. Kevin Costner finished directing Waterworld. And Brad Pitt finished directing Seven Years in Tibet. Finished? Or, oh, as in like they took as, over and finished it? 
Yep. Oh. Oh. So Edward I Norton. Feel like, American I feel History like. X, yeah. I feel like the second one is true. The Waterworld one. Kevin Costner and Waterworld. Okay. Yep. I feel like that's true. Sure. I feel like the Brad Pitt one is the lie. Why? No. Oh my god, this is hard. Um, Two of them are very well documented, and one is not, because it's a lie. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, okay, no, I'm gonna go. What am I gonna go with? I'm gonna go with. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Brad Pitt. That's the lie. Locking it in. Yeah. Snipping it. Yep, you're right. Oh my god! Thank God. Yeah. I feel like I knew that about the Waterworld one. Yeah, yeah. And then I was stuck on the other two. I couldn't remember hearing anything about Edward Norton finishing directing um, American History X. Yeah, the original cut, had he not done that, would have been a very different film, a lot darker. Really? Okay. Yeah, read into it's it. It's pretty um, dark already. It is, but it's 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 actually quite light in comparison. You can read all about the original intentions for that movie and whatnot. It's a great film. Either way, it's a great film. It is a great film. It's a really Hooray. great film. Is that all done? right. L- last oh, one. Just, I was about to close the show. I forgot you had one left. I always one more. That. All right. One more. This is my wild card one. Okay. I was typing this as we started the show. <laughs> um. All right. So Um. I was wearing a gray hoodie before we started filming. Currently, right now, I have a pillowcase full of marshmallows right beside me. And uh, the third one, I really love and am really good with technology. Fuck. That's a great one because I desperately want you to have marshmallows beside you. But I also know you shit with technology. (laughs) Marshmallows is the lie. Oh, look, to be honest with you, they're all a lie, to be honest. <laughs> it's my wild card one. <laughs> I have pissed you off so much this episode. I can feel it oozing. <laughs> I would like to thank your husband for behaving himself during this episode um, <laughs> because the uh, the awkward start that we had at the, the, the beginning of the show was <laughs> owed to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And look, it's it's a situation I've met with for a long, long time, and I'm just kind of used to it now, you know? Uh, well, hey, it's been a great episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, here comes the music. We've got we've to get out of here. We've got to skedaddle. We've got to snip it. We've got to snip it. Um, go to goodmoviemonday.com and then click on the uh, Up Late tab, and that takes you to everything we've done, all of our episodes in podcast form, all of our episodes in video form, links to social media, um, like our pages, um, subscribe to whatever platform you find us on usually is the one to do that however uh, anything you want to add before we go um just snip it snip it good bye Glenifer.